Hello, this is The Daily Tech, and today I'm sharing some more tech news with you that I do hope you enjoy. So firstly, Apple, Apple Silicon uh, leak suggests that the rumoured 12-inch MacBook is coming back for 2020. Uh, so the 12-inch um, MacBook is a... It was a very failed machine, if I'm going to be honest. It brought the butterfly keyboard, failed as the butterfly keyboard, and then died out with the butterfly keyboard. It also had many other issues, like, and one of the big things is it only had one USB-C port. Like, that was the only port on it, which was, you couldn't plug in any dongles and be charging at the same time, which would be a bit annoying. So, it also had failed storage, failed CEO, it was pretty much a failed machine. The, the only thing that worked was, like, the speakers and the screen. Most things, okay, right. So, the 12-inch um, MacBook, though, I think would be quite popular, and I think many people... Uh, would get it if it wasn't going to fail and it was decently powerful because the processor, even when it didn't fail, um, was pretty slow. Like it felt really slow. So I think it would be much more popular if it didn't feel as slow. So that's where Apple Silicon comes in because, of course, uh, you want a small, this is like the thinnest MacBook. You want that, and Apple Silicon is very power efficient, very heat efficient, but still powerful. So this obviously would be perfect. And of course, they've announced that they're doing ARM-based processors, and we think the A14X is going to be put into this MacBook, as it will enter mass production. And the rumored 12-inch MacBook will enter mass production later this year, meaning it will probably be announced, uh, maybe even with the iPhone in October. So, uh, the report claims that Apple will kick off production for the 5 nanometer processor starting the fourth quarter of 2020. Uh, they're expected to fabricate between 5,000 and 6,000 wafers per month. Uh, according to the report sources, the 12-inch MacBook will use the A14X processor, as we said, which is the A14 chip, but a lot more, like, a bit powerful. Of course, the X model has always been a bit more powerful. So you can see why they'll be putting it in the community. It's a bit... I think it shocked a few people they're not going to be putting different processors into the iPhone, but it could be different power. They could be a bit more powerful. I don't know. Uh, so... It could be announced at Apple's Time Flies event on September the 14th, which I'll talk a little bit about um, in this article here. I'll put me onto it. Uh, that we could. Uh, so, it could all. So, rumors claim Apple could also release an ARM based MacBook Pro as well this year. We're not sure if this is true, but it's possible. Uh, with plans to refresh the 16 inch model uh, with an Intel CPU. Uh, so. The first Apple Silicon processor will uh, reportedly pack 12 cores, including 8 high-performance cores and 4 energy-efficient cores. Uh, in terms of performance, the leaked benchmarks show it performing uh, the performance matching the Intel i9-9880H uh, in Geekbench 5 with a score of 7480 at 7480, which is quite powerful for a small laptop. It's not the most powerful thing ever, but it's still powerful. It will probably have a battery life of 15 to 20 hours, uh, so that's yeah, quite good. It's not clear when they will all show up, but I mean, they've confirmed that it is happening. And I think they want to make all of their stuff in about two years, all Apple Silicon. Right, okay, now for the next piece of tech news. Uh, the Apple Event 2020, Apple Watch 6, Apple iPad Air 4, uh, and other stuff, uh, will be happening on the September the 15th. So the next gadget announcing Apple event uh, has been officially officially confirmed for September the 15th. 
and of course we're expecting several devices to be revealed. Uh, here's everything, uh, there's everything we know in this article by TechRadar. Uh, so like WWDC 2020, the event will be uh, online only, and will start at 10am uh, PC, 1pm EST, 6pm BST, uh, 4am AEDT on September the 16th in Australia. Although Apple hasn't confirmed where to watch it, it will probably be live streamed on Apple's website and on YouTube on their account. Uh, that's probably so. That will probably be the only place that you can find it, seeing as they do seem to copyright everything else that's also streaming it. Uh, after rumours of an event on September the eighth, uh, they confirmed a date, which is quite good. Uh, so it's already led. There was a blue logo in the thing. Which has already led to some speculation, like blue colour in phones, uh, smooth higher refresh rate screens. Uh, so that's good. Uh, what we, so what we might, what might not be showing up though is the iPhone 12, which probably isn't going to be revealed until October, uh, suggesting that it won't appear at the September the 15th event. But we don't know. They might have been able to sort it out. Uh, so here's the iPhone 12, we've talked about this, we've talked about the Watch 6 and the iPad Air 4. Uh, we haven't talked about AirTags, but I think that could be a different uh, episode. So that's probably what we're expecting, but they could, as this article says here about the Apple Silicon leak, it could, uh, the Apple 12-inch uh, MacBook Pro could be coming out in this uh, thing, which could be quite cool. Like as a, a one last thing kind of thing. Right. Okay. Now Apple fires. Um, Apple fires back in Fortnite App Store battle. Uh, this is by BBC News. Uh, of course, Fortnite and Apple have been locked in a legal battle since August. You know where Fortnite was kicked off the App Store. Uh, in response, the August lawsuit filed by Epic Games. Um, Apple called those arguments self. Uh, righteous and self-interested. Uh, so it denied that its first percent commission was anti-competitive and said the fight was a, dis a basic disagreement over money. Uh, Apple also said Epic Games had violated its contract and asked for damages. Of course they did break the contract so technically Apple are in the right there because the first percent commission is still bad. Uh, it's not great. Uh, so Fortnite offered a discount on its virtual currency, uh, V-Bucks, uh, outside the app where Apple, re if you buy it in the app, of course, Apple gets 30% of it, but if you buy it out of the app, which you're not allowed to link, uh, then you don't get, uh, obviously, they can't get that money, so obviously that's where the issue is, because you only get the discount on um, their website. Uh, so, of course, Apple then blocks it, uh, blocks Fortnite and things like that. So Apple said it would allow Fortnite back into the store if Epic removed the direct payment feature to comply with its developer agreement, but they refused, saying it would uh, be to collude with Apple to remain their monopoly over in-app payments on iOS. Uh, so Apple said Epic has benefited from Apple's promotion and developer tools, earning more than 462 million pounds through the app store which is 600 American million dollars. Um, so Apple accused the firm of seeking a special deal for ultimately 
uh, breaching the contract. So, this is obviously still going on. One day it might be let back into the App Store, but I think for now it's still going to stay like this. And I think it's kind of fair they did break the thing, but it's also not fair that they're taking 30%, 30%. There's a lot, maybe 20%, 10%. Or depending on how big the company is, like, like how big it is, maybe the less they take. No, I wouldn't, I'm not sure. So, it wouldn't be too... There's no really good solution to this. Well, one good solution is just putting it back on. They do still profit, and they are taking away that profitability. Right, next one. Samsung will reportedly stop selling chips to Huawei. Um, so, South Korean chip makers uh, stop chip shipments due to US sanctions. This is on TechRadar Pro, so... Got that proneness here. Uh, Samsung and SK Hynix are set to end sales of smartphone components to Huawei uh, from next week. Um, of course, this is going to give Huawei more problems uh, that they've than they've already got, like being kicked off Play Store stuff like that. Uh, reports suggest that the two companies will cease shipments from September the fifteenth, uh, the very day that new U.S. sanctions against Huawei come into effect. Obviously, this is going to be a big issue for Huawei. Uh, not only will this sanction create further headaches uh, for Huawei, as I just said, uh, of course, it will deny the two Korean firms of valuable revenue uh, streams. Uh, so, as well as being one of the biggest, well, uh, the world's biggest smartphone manufacturers, Samsung is a key supplier of components to in the industry, especially memory chips. Another video is playing like the fifth time today. So. Something Huawei's chips. Uh, of course, they've been uh, supplying all the lots of components for um, what do you call uh, supplying a load of components for Huawei, and obviously the US wants that to stop. So, not obviously, like the US want that to stop. They've been doing a similar with TikTok, uh, ByteDance. Uh, ByteDance is going to sell like the US stuff to different company, or will like, be taken away. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff being going on right now. So this is just another one of them that's going to really hurt Huawei. They're going to have to find another way around it, which is not going to help their sales of their phones anymore. Especially if um, they're going to struggle to get these chips, or maybe they'll have to pay more, which means they'll have to charge more. So it's not great for them. Obviously, hopefully this will stop one day and they can all trade normally, but right now... Uh, the US doesn't want it, which some people disagree with, obviously, some people uh, think it's good, I'm not sure. Right, okay, on to the next piece of tech news, some of these are kind of short, but it's still tech news. Uh, so, could, this is some VR news, I am like VR, this is uh, quite cool, so could Facebook's 3D printed virtual reality gloves be announced at Oculus Connect, uh, well, at Facebook Connect. Uh, with Facebook Connect 2020 scheduled to take place next week, uh, Reality Labs has announced its development of 3D printed virtual reality gloves, which is quite cool. Uh, created alongside researchers from Cornell University, uh, the device features soft uh, pneumatic I think that says, uh, ac actuators which measure localised force and provide haptic feedback to make it feel more realistic. Uh, given that Facebook established uh, Reality Labs to oversee development of VR for it, 
sorry for this, Rift Gaming, uh, subs, I'm not going to bother saying that, the 3D printed, the 3D printed gloves could yet be part of the upcoming conference. Right, okay, continuing. Um, so the 3D printed soft robotics devices. So the devices are constructed using a soft matter um, that has shock absorbent okay, uh, load uh, management and passive energy recapturing advantages over those uh, using synthetic materials. So it's gonna feel good and it's gonna be good. it's gonna be nice. Uh, so it's good. So it's gonna be able to give haptic feedback while you're um, in VR. So if you try to move something when you pick something up, it's gonna give you feedback for picking it up, which is gonna make it so immersive. I think there's been a few videos on something similar. So maybe go and check those out on YouTube, and they sound quite cool. But after you finish listening to this, obviously. So, I think this is really cool, and it's another good step forwards into making VR uh, like the most immersive thing possible. So, it's going to be you're going to be able to feel things. Yeah. You know, so if you pick up something heavy, I assume it would the haptic feedback will make it feel like class, something like that. Maybe one day it'll be able to give you full like force stopping, pretty much like where you can't press further than what's there. But I mean, for now, this is a really good step forwards. Right, on to the next one. Uh, Xiaomi envisions a phone with bunny ear pop-up cameras. Uh, like the pictures here, so it's just like bunny ears on the left. Uh, well, the cookies. Right, so Xiaomi is no longer a stranger to exploring strange camera designs. Uh, but the next one might be a bit cute. Uh, so Tiger Mobile reports that Xiaomi has filed for a pattern on a smartphone design that would use two pop-up cameras uh, in a bunny ear arrangement, which is quite cool. Each unit would not pop out at an angle, but carry a camera for both the front and back. In theory, this would make it easier to include a dual front and rear camera while eliminating the need for a notch or hole punch in the screen. So obviously you'll get that nice full screen. Otherwise, it's expected to be a very st uh, normal smartphone, uh, stereo speakers and USB-C port, um, with flash sitting on the back. Uh, so this could just be a placeholder to show the camera would work, not how the phone would look. But the phone in this um, image does look quite cool. So I think that's quite cool, and <coughs> having that is, um, I think that's an interesting pop-up design as well. It could be practical, it might not be practical, but I think it is. Hopefully uh, Xiaomi's on-screen technology will also uh, help them as well, because eventually they'll be able to not need any pop-up cameras, it's just like a standard part, it's like a missing notch or a missing hole punch pretty much, which is quite cool. Uh, but for now this is good, you're still getting that full screen uh, capability, which obviously some people like, so that's cool. Right, on to the last one for today. Uh, the Xbox Series X price and release date are finally confirmed, unlike the PS5s, but X Xbox kind of seem to drop everything. Uh, and here's when you'll be able to pre-order. So, the Xbox Series X will release on November the 10th for $499, £449, or 749 Australian dollars. Uh, it was US dollars for the 499 uh, Pre-orders opening on September the 22nd for both the Xbox Series X 
and yes, Xbox Series S, which you haven't seen much of, but I did do, uh, yesterday's episode was um, that, so do make sure to check that out. Uh, those who wish to purchase this Series X through Microsoft's all Xbox All Access program can do so uh, for $34.99 US dollars or £20.99 uh, uh, for the next 24 months, uh, like over 24 months. Uh, with no upfront cost, which is quite cool, pay it over time. Of course, the Xbox Series S uh, was confirmed as well for £250. I feel like this will be a more popular one, as I said in the other one. Uh, and it will also be available um, for uh, £20.99 a month, the same price as up. Actually, it's $10 less, so $24.99, but Australian pricing is still waiting to be confirmed. I think the Xbox Series S will be more popular just because it's a cheaper price for still good performance and I think most people only want to game in 1080p anyway so and of course some people do want 4K and that whole ray tracing thing but like want ray tracing but I think this could be a popular alternative especially with the C 1S being quite popular as well I think this is like it's cool so it's already so this is pretty in line with what we were thinking. The price is a bit cheaper than um, what we were expecting, though. And it's quite reasonable with what it's offering. And, of course, it's cool that they're also allowing the option to pay it over time as well. Uh, so it says here how to sign up for um, to get the pre-order. So, of course, you can find links to... Um, you can find... A, you can find, like... It's from Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, uh, Amazon in the UK, Curry's, PC World in the UK. Uh, so you'll be able to um, pre-order this for people who want it. Same with the series, as I assume, which is quite cool because um, I think the Xbox uh, Series S is going to sell more, I'd say, just because of the cheaper price and you know, more people will be able to afford it. Whereas the Xbox... Um, Series X is going to be for those hardcore console gamers who want good 4K or 120 hertz. I think this is much more is going to be more popular. So it's good. The only I think what's going to be good for Microsoft is the Xbox Series S. Um, it's going to have more of an advantage and like the P. I assume it's going to be more uh, powerful than the PlayStation 4. I'd assume it's also more powerful than the. Uh, they haven't really said much, but I'll assume it's more powerful than the. Um, Xbox One X as well because it's like a next generation console. It's it's likely anyway. Like I mean, the Xbox One S wasn't any less powered than the Xbox One. In fact, I'm pretty certain it was technically more powerful because it could stream 4K. So I think this is uh, possible. To, and of course, unless PlayStation release a budget version of their um, PlayStation Five, then I think that's going to have a good uh, law road, like a good pull over that, just because of um, the option uh, to have a cheap one, especially for like maybe younger people who don't get as much. Yeah, I think that's very much more helpful. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please do consider subscribing. If you're on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, then please uh, follow so you can see all the latest tech news by me. As you would obviously want to. Uh, make sure to leave a like here again if you're on YouTube. I'm not sure if any others have likes, anything like that. Uh, but if they do, then do. Um, 
But anyways, I hope you have a good day. Anyways, I hope you have a good day. That's what I want to say. That That's what I was trying to say. Anyways, I hope you have a good day.